Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction life coach, and I coach people on how to live their lives from a Law of Attraction point of view. Because when you really do that, it only gets better and better and better. And you can find out more about me and contact me for coaching through lifecoachdavid.com. And I'm sorry I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've been super busy with clients, and the time has just flown by. I can't believe summer's over. I hope who's ever listening to this had a wonderful summer. And before I continue reading from Money and the Law of Attraction, which is what I've been doing before this podcast, I wanted to read something from Abraham Hicks. I was listening to one of the lectures and the information was so good, I wanted to read it to you because I typed it up and here it goes. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. And if that's too strong, you can say, things often work out for me. I'm often aware that things are always working out for me. Sometimes I realize that things are always working out for me. I like it when I'm aware that things are always working out for me. The more I'm aware that things are always working out for me, the more things are always working out for me. I don't need to focus on the condition of things working out in order to know or expect that things are always working out for me. And I love that quote. And it's so true, the more we think that, the more we think things are always working out for me, the more things will always work out for you. And if you're experiencing something where you don't think it worked out, then you can just tell yourself, well, that's okay, because things are always working out for me. And when you do that, you can actually feel the vibrational shift from maybe disappointment or being upset to a much higher hopeful vibration. So try that. Just in general, let that thought roll through your mind throughout the day. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. And like I said, if something doesn't work out, then just tell yourself that's okay because things are always working out for me. And as a matter of fact, a client of mine told me that something very disappointing happened to her at work. There was some big client that was supposed to happen, and it didn't happen. And in that moment, that's what she did. She told herself, well, that's okay, because things are always working out for me. And she said she totally felt the difference between thinking that thought compared to what she would have thought, you know, oh my God, this is so terrible. I had spent all this time trying to get this account to happen. Now it's not going to happen. All kinds of thoughts like that. So it saved her from going there. So please try this technique because it really works. I've used it and I can feel the, how it works. And my clients are using it and feeling the positive results. And I want that for you too. And now let's get back to money and the law of attraction. And I hope you've listened to the previous podcasts about it. Because there's such wonderful information in the book, not only about money, but just about law of attraction in general. And lots of great tips on how we can all use it to benefit from it. So this next section is called, Why do I want perfect bodily conditions? And here it goes. 
Although it may seem strange to you, we cannot begin to address your physical body without addressing your non-physical roots and your eternal connection to those roots, because you, in your physical body, are an extension of that inner being. In very simple terms, in order to be at your maximum state of health and well-being, you must be in vibrational alignment with your inner being. And in order to do that, you must be aware of your emotions or feelings. Your physical state of well-being is directly related to your vibrational alignment with your inner being or source, which means every thought that you think on every subject can positively or negatively affect that condition. In other words, it is not possible to maintain a healthy physical body without a keen awareness of your emotions and a determination to direct your thoughts toward good-feeling subjects. When you remember that feeling good is natural and you make an effort to find the positive aspects of the subjects that you are considering, you will train your thoughts to match the thoughts of your inner being. And that is of tremendous advantage to your physical body. When your thoughts are chronically good feeling, your physical body will thrive. Of course, there is a broad range of emotions from those that feel very bad and those that feel very good, but in any moment in time, because of whatever you are focused upon, you actually only have two choices in emotion, a better feeling one or a worse feeling one. So you could accurately say there are really only two emotions, and you effectively utilize your guidance system when you deliberately choose the better feeling of those two options. And in doing so, in time, you can tune yourself to the precise frequency of your inner being. And when you do that, your physical body will thrive. And that's the end of that little section. And it's so nice to know that there's two choices, a better feeling one or a worse feeling one. So I'm going to choose the better feeling one. And I love how they remind us that when your thoughts are chronically good feeling, your physical body will thrive. So it's all connected. So that the next section is called, I can trust my eternal inner being. Your inner being is the source part of you that continues to evolve through the thousands of life experiences that you live. And with each sifting and sorting experience, the source within you always chooses the best feeling of the available choices which means your inner being is eternally tuning itself to love and joy and all that is good. That is the reason that when you choose to love another or yourself, rather than find fault, you feel good. Good feeling is confirmation of your alignment with your source. When you choose thoughts that are out of alignment with source, which produces an emotional response like fear or anger or jealousy, those feelings indicate your vibrational variance from Source. Source never turns away from you, but offers a steady vibration of well-being. And so when you feel negative emotion, it means that you are preventing your vibrational access to Source and to the stream of well-being. As you begin telling stories about your body and your life and your work, and the people in your life that feel good as you tell them, 
you will achieve a steady connection with that stream of well-being that is ever flowing to you. And as you focus upon the things that you desire, feeling positive emotion as you focus, you access the power that creates worlds and you flow it toward your object of attention. And that's the end of that little section. And I love the stream of well-being. As a matter of fact, I created a guided meditation where I take my clients to that stream. And everyone loves it because by the time that guided meditation is over, they just feel so refreshed. And it's just a great reminder that the stream of well-being is always there for us to connect to. We just have to remember to do it. And the next section is called, What is the Role of Thought in Traumatic Injuries? And in this section, there's a conversation between Jerry and Abraham. So I'll say Jerry, and then when it's Abraham's turn, I'll say Abraham. Jerry asks, Are traumatic injuries created in the same way that diseases are created? And can they be resolved through thought? Are they like a breakage of something that happened in a momentary incident, as opposed to a long series of thoughts leading up to it? And Abraham answers, Whether the trauma to your body seemed to come suddenly as a result of an accident, or whether it came from a disease such as cancer, you have created the situation through your thought, and the healing will come through your thought as well. Chronic thoughts of ease promote wellness while chronic stressful or resentful or hateful or fearful thoughts promote disease. But whether the result shows up suddenly, as in falling and breaking your bones, or more slowly, as in cancer, whatever you are living always matches the balance of your thoughts. Once you have experienced the diminishment of well-being, whether it has come as broken bones or internal diseases, it is not likely that you will suddenly find good-feeling thoughts that match those of your inner being. In other words, if before your accident or disease you were not choosing thoughts that aligned with well-being, it is not likely that now that you are faced with discomfort or pain or a frightening diagnosis, you will now suddenly find that alignment. It is much easier to achieve great health from moderate health than to achieve great health from poor health. However, you can get to wherever you want to be from wherever you are if you are able to distract your attention from the unwanted aspects of your life and focus upon aspects that are more pleasing. It really is only a matter of focus. Sometimes a frightening diagnosis or traumatic injury is a powerful catalyst in getting you to focus your attention more deliberately on things that do feel good. In fact, some of our best students of deliberate creation are those who have been given a frightening diagnosis where doctors have told them there is nothing more that can be done for them, who now, since they have no other options, deliberately begin to focus their thoughts. It's interesting that so many people will not do what really works until all other options have been exhausted. But we do understand that you have acclimated to your action-oriented world. And so action does seem to most of you to be the best first option. We are not guiding you away from action, but instead encouraging that you find better feeling thoughts first and then follow with the action that you feel inspired to. 
And that's the end of that question. You know, and I'm sure people that have had diseases can find that hard to believe that just their thoughts cause that. But according to Abraham, that's their answer. So it continues on, could a congenital illness be vibrationally resolved? Jerry asks, can a congenital illness, something a person came into physical form with at birth, be resolved by thought? And Abraham answers, yes. From wherever you stand, you can get to wherever you want to be. If you could understand that your now is only the jumping off place for that which is to come, you could move quickly, even from dramatic unwanted things to things that please you. If this life experience contains the data that causes you to give birth to a desire, then the wherewithal to accomplish it is available to you. But you must focus upon where you want to be, not where you are. Or you cannot move toward your desire. However, you cannot create outside your own beliefs. And then Jerry asks, In my earlier years, there were major diseases, tuberculosis and polio, that we hear very little of anymore. But we're not short of diseases, because now we have heart disease and cancer, which we almost never heard of back then. In those days, syphilis and gonorrhea were constantly in the news. We don't hear much of those, but now AIDS and herpes stay foremost in the news. Why do there always seem to be more diseases cropping up? As cures are being discovered, why don't we finally run out of diseases to cure? And Abraham responds, Because of your attention to lack, feelings of powerlessness and vulnerability all produce more to feel powerless and vulnerable about. You cannot focus upon the conquering of disease without giving your attention to disease. But it is also very important to understand that looking for cures for diseases, even when you find them, is a short-sighted and in the long run ineffective process. Because as you have pointed out, new diseases are continually being created. When you begin to look for and understand the vibrational causes for diseases, rather than looking for cures, then you will come to the end of the pile of diseases. When you are able to deliberately accomplish the emotion of ease and its accompanying vibrational alignment, it is possible to live disease-free. Most people spend very little time basking in appreciation for the wellness they are currently experiencing. But instead, they wait until they are sick, and then they turn their attention to recovery. Good-feeling thoughts produce and sustain physical well-being. You live in very busy times, and you find many things to fuss and worry about, and in doing so, you hold yourself out of alignment, and disease is the result. And then you focus upon the disease and perpetuate more disease. But you can break the cycle at any time. You do not have to wait for your society to understand in order to achieve wonderful physical wellness yourself. Your natural state is one of wellness. And that's the end of that section. And I always like to hear that, that our natural state is one of wellness. I mean, to me, that's so comforting. And all the other things said in that section about how our thoughts could heal ourselves. I mean, 
That might sound very extreme if you do have some disease, but the root of that I really feel is true. And not that it's easy to do that because, you know, when you have something, it can be very scary. Then you're caught up in that and then what treatment to do and traditional medicine. And it can be very difficult to really trust that. But at least we know it's possible. At least we know there's hope just through our thoughts. At least you want to try that along with whatever other treatment you are going to do. But I just love knowing and always remember that perfect health, well-being, that's our natural state. Even being happy. We're supposed to be happy. That's our natural state. It's so comforting to know that. And isn't it wonderful to know that there can be an end of disease? I mean, there's so much hope in that. So hopefully you got a lot out of what was said today. And just think about it for yourself and what you can do. How can you improve your thoughts? Now we know that improved thoughts equals improved health. So if you think you can do that, think about better thoughts. And in a way, it kind of sounds very Pollyanna, like, oh, I'll just improve my thoughts and I'll feel better. I'll be healthier. But there's always been a mind-body connection. And I think that's what that means. And of course, the way I coach my clients is to give them the tools they need to do that with their thoughts, to deliberately shift their thoughts, improve their thoughts, and how to do it. Once you know how to do it, there's no going back. <laughs> and that's why it's known that, you know, once you live your life from a law of attraction point of view, it does only get better because you know what to do. It's like when you know better, you do better. And again, you can find out more about coaching and contacting me through lifecoachdavid.com. I really appreciate you listening. I hope you take what we read today and use it in your own life to help yourself. And as I always like to say, choose to have a high vibration day. <laughs>